the dark tournament comes to a close. Do our boys emerge the victors? Well, we're going to find out when we cover the last part of the dark tournament for Yu Yu Hakusho this week on Shonen and Suds. Uh, it's been what two days? Two days for we since we recorded. We're back Chris, so been, soon. <laughs> it's it's been yeah it's been, it's been it's literally been two days. Yeah, you're right. We've been it has we just yeah. binge watched the best part of Yu Yu show. So, you know. Oh baby, oh baby, I'm telling you, man, Dark Tournament's so good, and it. But you know, Cody, all good things must come to an end. So you know, this is your warning right here, everyone. If you haven't seen this you know 30 year old anime uh, go fuck yourself at this point um but uh spoilers ahead um because we are closing up what i think is just the pinnacle of tournament arcs for anime and again i know cody i've said this a couple times off cast you know not to get too far ahead of myself every every time i watch this show and every episode you see just just how much this show means just to the medium in general and how everything that has come after it is just on the shoulders of this giant that is Yu Yu Hakusho. So it's just, and it's great that it just still holds up, man. They're literally on the shoulders of Taguro because this, this boy, (laughs) he's got enough shoulders. (laughs) brother. He is shoulder pressing 500. Easy. Um. (laughs) (laughs) He's got enough shoulders for all of us. (laughs) Yeah, you know, yeah, he's like, Naruto, come on, hop on. Hunter, Hunter, Bleach, get over here. You know you want to hop on these shoulders. <laughs> That's right. Um, we yeah, got him. If you want shoulders, we got him. Exactly. Yeah. If, you, if you need inspiration, we got that. Like, <laughs> Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But like I said, we are back for the next episode of Shonen and Suds. Cody, what episode is this? Um, let me double check. I believe it's 162. I should know. We literally talked about it two days ago. I think it's 162. Yeah, 162. Yep. Excellent. 162. And for the 162nd time, I'm your host, Chris Adams. And I am Cody Snodgrass. And again, we are back. We are back covering just some of the, some of the best anime you can you know you can just lay your eyes on, man. The Dark Tournament, but it it is coming to a close, Cody. We're gonna finish up. Basically, we're just gonna finish discussing the final round and the aftermath. We've got you know pretty much you know the the we're gonna talk the end of the you know the the true end of the Karama fight. We're going to talk, you know, Hiei versus Bui. We've got Kuwabara versus uh, Elder Tagoro. And then we've got, of course, the main event, you know, <laughs> the unstoppable force for- versus the immovable object at the Pontiac Silver Dome, <laughs> Yusuke versus Younger Tagoro in front of 70,000 fans. I was which, say- by the way, oh, you're good. Go I was going to say, can we talk about how just how, how unfortunate? Brother, the 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 crowd took all, more L's in this fucking tournament than anybody else. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know how many of them actually made it out. Like, you know, there there might have been you know thirty, forty thousand of them to, to start this thing off. But by the end, I mean, seats were barren. What seats were left were not filled. Um, like there there was just friendly, just friendly fire. You know. Oh man! Like I, I yeah, and tickets were sold out. You know the the security guards weren't letting mm-hmm. anybody else in. It's like, but the, yeah, <laughs> it's pretty insane. I mean, people were just dying left and right in the crowd only. Like, yeah, brother, they 
just too many, too many deaths. I'll say at one point the crowd even turns on Taguro, and all that goes horribly for him. So, oh yeah, yeah, it was not great. It is what but... it is, but man, yeah, like just nonstop action. Probably the four best fights of the show so far, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, well, there's yeah. some good ones for sure. Like, I mean, I don't, I don't want to discount, you know, the, you know, Yusuke versus Chu or, uh, or Kuwabara versus Risho. Like, like there's some, there's some really solid fights, but I mean, this is, again, this is just kind of the, the culmination of all of that, uh, coming to a head. Cause you know, Cody, you said this whole time you've been wanting that, that true, like five on five survivor series. You, you want the Hulkamaniacs versus the mega bucks. And, uh, well, this is the fight where you finally get it. Yeah, yeah, and we get, I mean, my boy Kuwabara, um just shows up in the new fit, dude. Oh, man. All, oh, the fresh the fucking duster. <laughs> man. I don't even know why they <laughs> even showed up. The Tagoro should have just surrendered right then and been like, we'll grant you with That's you. right. Yeah. <laughs> that that drip was too, way too strong. Yeah. <laughs> Kuwabara usually isn't the coolest looking character until now. <laughs> And I'm glad, like, we see him in the outro wearing that outfit. I'm like, yeah, this is this just needs to be his outfit going forward. Like, <laughs> yeah, Kubar shows up in the all white. She's got me like, gee, Willikers, Batman, look at that drip. <laughs> exactly, yeah. But of course, Chris, we will get to the dark tournament. We do have just a little bit of news. Obviously, it's only been two days. Um, mm-hmm. You know, in that short amount of time, uh, <laughs> Naruto has decided to push back the the little four episode. Of the original series that they were doing for like the 20th anniversary, 20, 20 something. I don't know what anniversary mm-hmm. it was. Um, but of course it's delayed. They can't make four episodes oh, without, you know, I'm sure there's some dumb excuse, you know, it's probably like, Oh, there always is. But I don't even want to click into it. Cause I, I don't care. You, you have no excuses, you know, mm-hmm. no believe it. it's four episodes. Yeah. Believe it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. But, uh, yeah, that's pretty much all the news um, I'm looking through here. Not a whole lot other than that. <clears throat> yeah, not much, man. Like, I'm just, I'm literally just counting down the days until my ass is sitting with the with the homies, with the garage gang again in Los Angeles. Oh, man, I can't wait. Got the... Oh, man. Got the, speaking of which, Chris, I just got <laughs> I literally just got a text from the lady at Square Enix. <laughs> like... Oh yeah! Literally, as as we as you said, Los Angeles. My phone lit up, so hopefully that's some. That's so funny. That's some prizing or something. What's this? Oh man, I would I would love to know what the prizing is, man. Because uh, oh, shirt size and oh yeah, get you that official. Need that official staff shirt. Yeah, give me that staff shirt, and it looks like some. uh, Oh my uh my hotel arrangements because they're they're paying for that shit. Hell yeah. Oh, love that, brother! And you're staying at the venue hotel. Oh yeah, at the the hell yeah, we are too. Where, where are we at the embassy? Yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah, we get that open bar from like five to seven or. Oh, uh, open bar, dude! I, I Give know. me six schlitzes, dude. Chris, when I tell you, I don't think those bartenders are ready. Like we're gonna be like, uh, you're gonna need to keep these coming until we drop. Like, <laughs> oh, brother, I'm gonna show up like style. to a bar in the in the full fucking white outfit. Yeah, they'll they'll probably just set us each a bottle and be like, "Good luck." <laughs> um, exactly. Yeah, man, definitely excited about that. We are what? Today's Tuesday. We got literally like nine, like nine days. Yeah, nine days for you. Because I'm ten leaving. Days, ten days for me. Yeah. Mm. 
Because I'm leaving. I'm, I'm pretty much, you know, going on vacation from Wednesday to Wednesday, but I'm getting in Thursday. I think we're going to stay with Irving Thursday night. Yeah, so Irving said he got and, an Airbnb for Thursday or something. Yep. So I think we're going to stay with him. It was either that or crash on like Berkeley's floor. And it was like, well, uh, you know, I don't want, I don't want to cram every, I don't want to box everybody in, you know? Yeah. Yeah. If I would have known about Irving getting that like a little bit earlier, mm -hmm. um, but I'm just going to work that Thursday, go to bed, wake up, yeah. go to Cali. Um, That's right. Plus it's, it's my girl's birthday. So I gotta, you know, I gotta, got oh, obligations, yeah. you know? So. Oh, of course. Of course. But, Adult life is hard. Yes, but soon the Garage Gang will be reunited. It's gonna be great. Oh yeah, reunited, and it feels so good. Almost as good as the Dark Tournament, Cody. And we'll get back to that. But uh, Cody, I can't do this with this dry ass mouth that I have. <laughs> so, Cody, I need to know, and the people at home need to know, what are you drinking to go? With that $5 pizza and onion rings. <laughs> well, Chris, um, I, I don't have a can to crack, unfortunately. I got some... That's I got, okay. I got some ice. I don't know if you can mm -hmm. hear it, but I got some ice. Oh, I, I, hear, I heard the tingle. Chris, I am just doing a nice Mio, uh, Mio lemonade, you know, just water lemonade, basically, with some Jack Daniels. I got a... Uh, Brother, nothing wrong with that. I can't remember if I mentioned the giant bottle of Jack Daniels that I got for being a groomsman in my buddy Joe's wedding. You did not. Um, you most certainly this, did not. Dude, this thing, I think it weighs like 25 pounds. <laughs> like, it's just ridiculous. Well, I'm impressed that you, it made it back home. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> there was an open bar everywhere we went, Chris. I couldn't... <laughs> oh, jeez, okay. Um, I couldn't possibly. It, it'll probably take me like a couple months to champ this all down. Because not only that, like we also <laughs> have like we got like a half a fifth in in the freezer. We got like a small little bottle of Jack. Like w there's an abundance of Jack Daniels in this household, and like not enough people dr to drink it. So um, <laughs> and now I got the fucking gallon jug. So uh, just doing a nice, oh man, just doing a Jack and lemonade. Um, to be honest, like you said, Chris, I picked up a pizza. I didn't even stop by the liquor store because I almost forgot about the podcast, which <laughs> luckily we are here. We are here to talk about the dark time, but, but yeah, just doing a Jack and lemonade. Uh, what about you, Chris? What are you drinking this fine Tuesday evening? Well, I am also keeping it very, very simple. I've got myself a little bit of a, a little bit of DC and uh, some Evan Williams. And DC, well, of DC. I, by that I mean diet, diet. Of course, diet coke. No, no, Chris, you ain't got to tell me. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Got to got to watch that figure. You know, that's right. We're about to be in California. You know, <laughs> goddamn sure right. Make sure we fit in our two pieces. You know, Unless that's we, right. Until we pull up like Kuwabara in the all whites, but. Uh, oh, brother! I think I'm, I think I need to find me a, a, an all white duster, some all white pants, white on white, baby. Nothing wrong with that, Chris. <laughs> Nothing, nothing wrong with that. That is how that is how you get the victory. That is how you book your ticket to Japan, brother. That is goddamn right. See, <laughs> one ticket to Tokyo, please. <laughs> but right now, Cody, we are going to drop our cell. You know, as the plane is flying over Hanging Neck Island in route to Tokyo, we, we're going to go ahead and just get a bird's eye view of pretty much the rest of the finals where we, uh, Cody, where we left off last week. Um, when we kind of alluded to it, um, the first match is over. It was Karasu versus Karama. And while Karama did walk away 
at all. You know, he's still alive. He did actually lose the match. And they pull up the, uh, you know, they, they, they give Coda the instant replay, like the VHS. And uh, she's like, oh, what's this mysterious videotapes? So let's go on and go to the movies. And uh, it has the timer in the corner. And we see that Karama is based, you know, jury, you know, fo- you know, following the rules, starts the count when Karama hits the ground and he kills Karasu at 10.28 seconds. So, and even Karama was very aware of, you know, he knew, he knew, he knew the score. He just, you know, he, he, he Karama had to get the cheap shot in on the way out, I guess. But, um, yeah, it's but, unfortunate, Chris, they had the instant replay at the new stadium. Oh, right? that's right. That's right. They got the, 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 the Microsoft surface, uh, re- flat re- review, ref review. Yeah, the NBC, um, it, you know, wanna that's right. Use whatever replay. Saki uh, <laughs> throwing out the, the red, has the red flag, you know, red flag on the field. That's right. So, so we what, can challenge the call. I hate to see it, but you know, drama does take the L, although, you know, homeboy's dead. He is actually dead. All right. That plant is literally just growing in the middle <laughs> of the ring at this point. Yeah, Karsu is well beyond dead. Um, but here we before the next match starts, you know, we get a little a uh, little we, we get a, a promo that gets cut by uh, you know, Elder Tagoro, you know, just talking about, you know, you know, even though Karama lived, you know, I don't care if any of you survive, when we win this tournament, our uh, you know, we get any wish we want, and that's gonna be to kill you and all of your friends. So, you know. Of course, you know, he cuts the promo, you know, and the steel cage, brother. But, you know, we're, we're, we're just we're just ready to go in the next round. Of course, this is also where Sakio reveals that because uh, he is like, well, when we win, my wish is going to be for the death of the entire tournament committee. So I don't get dragged into this bullshit anymore. And uh, Sakio is like, well. Even to the, you know, even to the losers go the spoils. And that's when he just kind of you know reveals that eh, the tournament committee's dead. So you don't have to worry about that yeah, anymore. Wish granted, brother. <laughs> yeah, right. Shazam. So, but then Cody, our next wish. round. <laughs> that's right. But <laughs> find you a new wish, brother. But uh, so Elder, Elder Tagoro is actually ready to step up and uh, you know begin the next match. But our 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 strong nine feet fucking tall, uh, silent killer Bui actually just starts breathing heavy and just kind of steps in front of him. And he's like, Oh, okay. Go nuts. That old master yeah. shredder here. Just mouth that's right. Like I'm, I'm fighting. That's, this. Oh, <laughs> that's right. That's right. And, uh, you know, of course he, uh, well, Kubara wants to jump in the ring, but, uh, he is like, well, no, I'm going to, I'm going to pop in, even though I really wanted to take out the guy in the sunglasses, but I feel like it's only fair that you get to do that. Yusuke. Um, so we have four foot eleven Hiei versus uh nine foot tall Bui. And um this is actually this is one of my favorite fights in the entire show. Um because these two are very, very similar. Um and this fight here, Cody, it's very it's a very like beam clashy kind of very like energy heavy fight. Probably the only one that we've really had in this tournament um, because it starts with, you know, Bui obviously makes his giant axe like he did in the semifinals and he's trying to hit. He can't, he, he can't even fucking touch him, but, and he's also like, you know, he's flinging part, like just the squares out of the ring at he and just nothing, nothing's working. Yeah, and, so and can he like just create the axe out of thin air? It, out of fucking thin air. 
Yeah, because he is destroying them left and right, and this guy's just fucking and make it for free. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. And, and, and he is, of course, talking shit. He's like, you know, you got to do better than this. And well, we get a little bit of, well, we get a little bit of, you know, a pause here. And Blee's like, well, I was saving this for somebody else. But, you know, he, he's pretty much, you know, the typical weighted clothes and the armor. So, like, he starts taking off his wrist guards and he throws them and it just fucking sinks into the ground because of how heavy it is. And he starts taking off all like the shin guards and the shoulder pads, and it's all just like crashing through the ring because it's so heavy. And uh, you know, the apparently the whole reason he was wearing this armor is to contain his power because he just has this incredible battle aura that he says, you know, he says most people wear armor to protect themselves from their opponent. I wear armor to protect my opponents from me. What a what so, a what a promo to cut. What a, Oh, brother, what a fucking his his wiener was just in the fucking stands at that point. And Chris, you you mentioned that like you know the typical um, like dropping the weights, um, but you know yeah. I don't think that would be a typical thing had it not be for this show and for yeah maybe maybe Dragon Ball Z as well. I think this came out first mm-hmm. though, I believe. Uh, I I think <clears throat> it, I'm trying it, to... Dragon Ball might have been like a oh, I don't know. Well, regardless, Dragon Ball might have been like a year earlier, but still, like, I think these might have been around enough at the same time that I don't think one stole it from the other. I think it, it could have very easily been like two very independent ideas, but still, like, regardless, now like, it's like every, every anime has got one. right? Goddamn right. Because uh, now you get like, I mean, like the most iconic one to me. Uh, it would be Rock Lee, which I know you haven't watched Naruto, yep. but um, oh, but yeah, I know uh, I'm sure Broccoli, you know Rock I know Lee the... dropping the weights. Um, oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I, I just think yeah. it's just another, another like another one of those inspirations to all future shonen. Yep, absolutely, and, th- and this is where this fight is kind of mirrored, right? Because he, a obviously, he's been using the dragon of the darkness flame. He has his arm that he used that like bandaged up really tight with like seals on it. So very similar to how Bui has his armor to you know to contain his power. He has his arm bandaged up to contain that power. So we have this very mirrored fight here where you have two people who have difficulty controlling their power. And this fight's really hard to describe because it's very beam clashy and very like, you know, back and forth with a lot of auras and like absorbing attacks and throwing them back. Uh, So there's a lot of that. Um, So this is one that you're like, this is one, don't listen to us talk about it. Just stop right here. If you didn't watch it, go watch it, and then you know come back because yeah, we you know, can't, what we it boils can't do down this one to is, any justice, really. <laughs> yeah, because re- ultimately, what what ends up happening, you know, he just eventually gets the better of Bui. Yeah, he you know, he, he ends up absorbing like his battle aura. Yeah, he does the because he was using another dragon technique. I can't remember that one's name. Yeah, because he he was mixing like fist of the mortal flame with dragon of the darkness flame. He was like he was starting to like mix his beer and his wine yeah, for was, a little bit there. Yeah, he was he was he was living life dangerously. Um, and yeah, then, he was. And then he eventually released the full like dragon of the darkness flame, and yep. we like counterattacked, and the dragon went back and hit Hiei, but then Hiei absorbed <laughs> that, and then he was just on fucking demon mode, and there was no yeah. chance. 
Yeah, he was, he was he had reached a state of Hulkamania at that point, and there was there was no stopping him. Yeah. It was just the point, the big boot, the leg drop, the three count, yeah. and that's uh, and that is it. Yeah, we and it's a very clean. Well, when I say it's a very clean victory, there is no, there is no trickery, no geometry. He uh, Bui is down for the count. Like he's he's cranked out into the stands at this point. But you know, I don't want to gloss over. We actually get a little bit of backstory from Bui. The reason he's on the team, you know, he's another one who has fucking beef with Tagoro. Basically, he was beaten by Tagoro. That's why he has that massive fucking scar on his forehead because Tagoro just popped him one and caved his fucking face in. And uh, but so he basically, you know, he's he just he's on Tagoro's team to just get his revenge on Tagoro at some point. Yeah, it seems to be kind of a going trend, right? Like, all the, all these yeah. bad guys Every... also want to beat Tagoro. <laughs> like, even his teammates. Yeah, like... Um, exactly. It's, it's almost like they're forced into servitude, you know, to, yeah. you know, as, you know... At, Sorry, they're on his team because they were like forced into that servitude. But um, but yeah. So Bui is done, but Hie is um, you know, the the rest of the team is like, wow, thank God he's on our side. And they're like, and Kuabar is like, hey, you should go stand over there, brother. You're uh, you're you're scary. But um, you know, Hie is actually wiped. He actually has to go into hibernation um to kind of recover from all the power he expended and uh he just kind of gives like the last like thing to use Kubar. he's like you two i need y'all to win this if you don't when i wake up i'm gonna kill you myself well, and then he passes too. out yeah and we got a hero on our hands here um <laughs> goddamn right we goddamn right we do but uh but cody we the next match can't start right away because uh cody the ring is destroyed like the ring, the flight, the stadium has seen better days. Chris, how are we going to replace this ring? It's going to take. It's going to well, take months. That, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, or or Cody. Well, I don't. I don't want to gloss over. I don't want. There's a, there's one more thing I need to gloss over, or or not gloss over, but need to mention before um before we figure out this ring situation. We um. Elder Tuguro is just in a hurry to get back into the locker room because he knows he's up next. And uh, Elder Tuguro just pops up on that on their side of the ring and just starts talking bad shit to Kuabar. Just say it's okay. We know you're scared. You know you're going to die here in a few minutes. So uh, why don't you go back and rest? Uh, you know, and I'll be here to kill you when you get back. That kind of thing. You know. Yeah. Like just really talking all kinds of shit to him. Yeah, really talking that shit. And then Chris, another thing, I can't remember exactly when it began, and I don't think we mentioned it last mm-hmm. week. But there's also like mm-hmm. a little, a little infatuation with uh with Kuobara's sister and Takio, like she yes, brother, she's got the hots for him. I think it's when oh, I think it's like him and the, the younger Tagoro are talking about like mm-hmm. didn't I already murder the council or whatever? And she's just kind of like mm-hmm. you know eyeing him from the side. They've had like one interaction where he he kind of protected her from the security guard guys. Yeah, and she wants his peen real bad. Oh yeah, <laughs> But uh, yeah. But now, Chris, how how are we gonna get this ring? What what are we gonna do here? Well, well, during this downtime too, Cody, we uh we actually get ourselves a uh, a new member of the commentary team with Coda. 
we got our, our man George has uh, decided to come down and do some color commentary. What does he, you know, he starts testing the mic. What does he say? My name is Ogre and my skin is blue. Don't tell my mama, but I know Kung Fu. Chris, bars. <laughs> Just absolute bars from nah, my dude. boy. From the boy George. <laughs> man, fucking <laughs> jokes and jokes and spaghetti. A lot, of, a lot of people were looking forward to, uh, you know, to the big final, like the the main event of the night, but no, Chris. What I was looking forward to is when George was stepping down into the commentary booth, and uh, that's right. He did not disappoint. You know, joining old girl Coda. That's right, Jr. and the King, baby. But now, Cody, now we're going to figure out this ring situation because you know normally it would take a long time, and you know, obviously our team's back in the locker room, conversing, trying to figure shit out. But also, he has had enough time to hibernate and wake the fuck up, you know, before we've gone to the next round. But uh. They're they're all awakened by just a, a large thundering noise outside. And uh, Cody, what could it be? How have we solved the ring situation? Oh, younger Tagoro just went back to the old arena, put the old ring on his back, and is just carrying that bitch into the new arena. All shoulders, Chris. All shoulders. That's all Brother, <laughs> this dude, he is all he he is all upper body strength, and he just <laughs> plops the ring down, and it's like, all right. Problem solved. Let's uh, <laughs> let's let's get this show on the road. God damn it! So up next, Cody, we've got Elder Tagoro versus Kuwabara, and um, you know Kuwabara is scared, but he's also uh, though you know I, before that match starts, I forgot. You know, Yukina shows up and gives him some inspiration. She stole a six pack from one of the fucking uh, one of the fucking snack bars that had been obliterated by Hie and Bui's fight. And a uh, bar, of course, is like, I don't need, I don't need drinks like that to have a good time. But if I did, I'd drink responsibly. <laughs> Classic with the one-liners, our boy Kuwabara. But yeah, like God, you, like God you damn said, right. Yeah, like you said, he gets a little inspiration from his girl Yukina, and uh, you right. Know, not only that, Chris, he's in, he's in the all-white fit. There is no chance. When I, like, yeah, there is just no fucking shot that this Tagoro brother was going to beat our boy Kuwabara. And um, yeah, and. Honestly, man, like this fight with Kuwabara, like he, other than like maybe like one or two moments, I feel like he, he was on top of Tagoro for most of the like fight. I mean, slashing him up and, uh, but like he, cause he, he cut him like damn near in half the first time. And, you know, we were, Kuwabara's like, wow, I, I killed him in one shot. And uh, of course, you know, he gets him with the sneak attack with his like uh, his fingers, like basically through his back and through his chest. So Kuwabar is getting he's getting pretty uh, just pretty fucked up by these sneak attacks. And every time he cuts Elder Tagoro up, he just kind of puts himself back together because Kuwabara can't get his he can't get his vital organs because he can like move them around inside of his body. So. Which is another thing uh, that, that gets borrowed from other enemies. So you know. To, oh, absolutely. It's another feather in that cap. Um, oh man, they they've got the <laughs> fucking chief Wahoo McDaniel headdress at this point <laughs> with all the feathers they've put in their cap for for future animes. But um, yeah. So the, again, another great fight. This but this one though has a lot of a uh, lot of bean spilling. Um, because younger Tagoro has uh, this is the moment where he um he actually spills the beans about um about genkai wait, wait i'm trying is, to think this is older to girl right yeah older to girl older to girl is the one who spills the beans to kuwabara about genkai yeah he, he's like in the middle of his shit talking <clears throat> mm -hmm. and then he brings up like how genkai died and he's like 
Ubara, of course, in disbelief because he still doesn't know. He's like, yeah. He's like, what are you talking about? She's just she'll be back in a couple of days. She's just resting. Or whatever. <laughs> That's right. And he, and yeah, then, and of course. You know, then he starts bringing up like the past with younger Taguro. Has a oh, weird yeah. comment where he's like, "I wanted to do some of the things my brother was doing with Genkai back in the oh, day." Oh, right, she like, was a wild cat. It's like, yeah. wait a goddamn minute. Which obviously Kuwabara is just pissed. He's mad at Yusuke and the boys for not telling him. And Chris, yeah. I mean, and, and he's got Kuwabara. He's got Kuwabara held down. Like he he like turns one hand into like a Genkai puppet to tell the story, and he's got like his fingers stuck through Kuwabara's chest, and Kuwabara like. He during the fight he dropped the the sword the hilt that Suzuka gave him, um, and it's Elder Tagoro standing between him and that hilt. But he fucking he does the uh, kind of the same thing he did against um, was did he do it against Biako where he could uh, like make the sword no against uh, against Risho where he could make the sword uh, kind of wave and move. He uses it to reach up and grab the. Uh, grab the hilt from behind and cuts Elder Tagoro up one more time. Yeah. And then, I mean, but, Chris, at this point, Kuwabara just, he just beats that. He's mad. Like, <laughs> yeah. You got an angry, you got an angry Kuwabara in the all-white fit. You know, it's, it's, it wasn't over before, it's definitely over now, because, uh, because and of course you know he he cuts him up and he starts to form back together and Elder Tagoro is like talking he's like brother you just have not heard a word that I've said you can't kill me with what you're doing and Kuwabara he's got the he's got his sword held up and all of a sudden this thing turns into like a tennis racket like a big like fly swatter and he's like no you know I actually thought a lot about what you said and it's funny my mom always thought I should have been an exterminator. And uh, he's like, if I can't reach, if I can't, you know, find your organs when I cut you up, I just got to smash you all at once. So he just takes the uh, the fly swatter and just fucking El Kabong's younger Tagoro, just one fucking splat. Yeah, the whole spirit swatter, if you will. All the whole spirit splat, and uh, and of course, there's nothing left of like he's just a just a fucking grease smear on the ring. So Kuabar gets the dub. Hell and yeah, brother. So he finally gets the dub, but but as he's walking back to the to his side, you can definitely tell there's something on his mind, and everybody's cheering for him. And Yusuke's like, "Yeah," and uh, he's like, "What's what's up?" And Kuwabara just fucking cold cocks him one, and he kind of has like his big like his big. He's like, "You guys must all think I'm just am I like so am I some joke to you? Like why like y'all sit there and y'all knew about this the whole time, and I thought we were a team. You know, you got to tell me this stuff." And, uh, you know, he's, and of course, Yusuke kind of gets silent and, you know, he's, you know, and even Kurama like interjects, he's like, Hey, you know, and of course, Kuwabara tells him to fuck off, but Kurama's like, Hey dude, he didn't tell us either. He and I were able to sense it when she died. Like, that's the only way we knew. And of course, Yusuke again, just says like, yeah, I didn't tell anybody. I mean, he's, he's, he's kind of, he's, he's kind of processing it himself. And really dealing with it with his own grief, so you know I get it. I get him get it not telling anybody, and I get why Kuwabara was mad because every at that, but somebody should have said something to him, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I get why Yusuke didn't, but mm-hmm. but there's no excuse for Karama and Hie not to have told him. But but now, now, now that they've now that they've squared that out with each other. It's uh Cody, it's time for the last fight. 
and it's uh we, well Here we, go. we think it's time for well we think it's time for the last fight but uh right before we can get started there um well actually before the, before the last fight starts Sakio intervenes and he's like before the last match of the tournament I want to make a wager um my life on, I'm betting my life on Tagoro basically and then Kawinma also accepts he's like okay well I'll bet my life on Yusuke effectively making this match worth the final two points of the tournament yep so this is this is the final match winner take all and then now that now that that's been settled and the match is getting ready to start you hear the cackling and the laughter of elder tagoro this some bitch still isn't dead and he just talks about like you idiots this is what we were waiting for you know now now that they've made that bet you know we're gonna be rich we're gonna and he just starts talking all this shit and and I forget he says something that really fucking just gets under to his brother's skin. And uh, I'm trying to remember what he says, Cody. I think he's like, like, still I think talking he... more shit about Genkai. Well, I think he's like, "What kind of weapon do you want me to be? Do you want me to be a sword or an axe or like something like that?" Oh yeah, yeah. But Chris, uh, I, we can't brush over the fact, Chris. Our boy Kuwabara gets. I don't know what the writer of this show has against our our main <laughs> our hero of the show. Um. But why does Kuwabara always get the short end of the stick in like every fight he's in? Like it happened with the big, the uh, one of the Saint Beast guys where he threw him into the lava and the guy just comes out of the lava just to die to great value sub zero. <laughs> now and now this jabroni just shows up like, oh, actually I liquefied myself and blah, 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 like. I yeah, care. I just I, I squeezed myself through the floorboards of the ring or whatever. Yeah, just for his younger. Yeah, really, brother. just bastardizing. Yeah, just for his younger brother to just punch him into nothingness, which I get. Like, yeah. we know to girl, like younger to girl is strong, so like we don't. Mm-hmm. Like I, 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 caught on when he carried the ring. You know, I caught on when yeah. <laughs> I saw his shoulders. <laughs> like, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I just hate that our boy Kuwabara just. I don't know. They they just took away from his win again two times that they've yeah, done well, that in well, the show. Well, buckle up. Well, buckle up, Cody. Big spoiler for, for not not maybe not a spoiler, but he he has a pretty important part in the next season. But then when we get to season four, what they do with him is probably my biggest gripe and probably the re- the biggest reason I don't like the last season. Um, but we'll we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. But in the meantime, Cody, here we are, the main event. We got Mean Gene Okerlund in the ring with Howard Finkel getting ready to introduce the opponents. We've got Younger Tagoro versus Yusuke Urameshi. And, well, Cody, this is a very classic shonen final fight. You have a back and forth. You have a power-up from the be- from the good guy. You have a power up from the bad guy. You have an even bigger power up from the good guy. In this case, this is where Yusuke, uh, no, because while they're fighting, Tagoro knows that Yusuke is not really putting his ass into it. He knows he is not giving it his all. Um, so he eventually, Yusuke eventually, like, unsh- he, uh, he has these shackles on that basically has been containing his spirit energy. That, you know, because we get a little flashback here to when he's training with Genkai in the cave. Um, and he unleashes his, uh, his spirit shackles. 
Yeah, and then basically um, it goes like Super Saiyan here. Um, yeah. They also do destroy the second ring. Because there's a moment where Yusuke's spirit guns to Goro. I mean, just... Like, through the fucking wall. Dog, he is all the way back at the mainland. He is not on Hanging yeah. Neck Island. <laughs> and I was waiting for yeah, the he, 10 count he, to start, but there was no ring, so they couldn't do a 10 count. I was like, oh. Exactly. But my God. <laughs> Dude was gone. He was yeah. miles away. <laughs> mm-hmm. But he he walks his way back in, and every time we see Tagoro like powered up more, like his shoulders get bigger, his skin gets like harder and grayer, and so you know, and that's just kind of how that's the flow of this fight. Like you know, genuinely, like I said, if you've watched any shonen anime since, you th- these type of fights have a cadence to them. They all do in every series since then. Um, it's just a lot. It's just a lot of back and forth with the powering up. And eventually, you know, Yusuke unshackles himself and he starts, you know, just starts cranking into Tagoro. But there's this thing where, like, Tagoro's like, like he's like he's he's just getting like mollywop with like the rap, you know, the anime rapid punches to the face. But like Yusuke notices that Tagoro's like like just eyeballing him, like like staring at him, like really, like is this it? Like what the fuck are you doing? Like you really, really need to like stop sandbagging. Yeah, Tagoro wants to Again, wants him to be at his best. Like he is, but Yusuke can't seem to dig deep. Um, so, well, Tagoro figures out what he needs to do. Well, first he's gonna power up, and then he's like, "Well, I'm just gonna go fucking kill your friend. Maybe that will, maybe that will, you know, get you, you know, to 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 take this seriously." So we actually have a really cool scene where like. He's heading, like he's walking towards Kuwabara, like just straight, slow walking. And every time Yusuke's trying his, like just straight lining it, like, and Yusuke like tries to get in his way, and he like smacks him away, throws him in the ground, like just beats the shit out of Yusuke until he gets over to Kuwabara and just fucking <laughs> right through his chest. Yeah, and of course our boy Kuwabara, he don't, he he tries to like make one final swing at him, but no. Yeah, he he knows. What does he say? He says something, and Kuwabara is a man. What does he see? He says, like, I forget what he says. Yeah, I can't remember exactly what uh, he said. He says some little one minor, but. Some, something is something, and Kuwabara is a man. He pulls out the spirit sword, he starts walking up to him, he gets he gets the run, and then that's it. He, he catches one right in the chest, and he drops like a sack of spuds. And, uh, Cody, that's enough. That's enough to get, uh, that's enough to get Yusuke to get over the hump. Yeah, and, and I mean, it, it, it seems bad for. Uh... Oh, here it is, Chris. I found the I found the quote. Mulber- uh-huh. <laughs> mulberry is a tree, and Kuwabara is a man. <laughs> Goddamn right. Fucking... A mulberry is a tree, and Kuwabara. <laughs> Goddamn right. I'm he is. Fucking I'm tat- to that. Tattoos we need to get. <laughs> that quote. Right Damn right. right. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get that. I'm gonna get that written on my chest. <laughs> no regrets, <God> right. man. <laughs> no regrets. And Kuwabara collapses and like. Karama comes to get him, and like it seems that they they make us seem like he killed him. Now us, the viewer, mm-hmm. we, we know you know the hero doesn't die like that. No shot. Yeah, not 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 our hero here, but uh, and even still, even after Yusuke kind of like unleashes his like full power, we've still got a really strong back and forth fight here. Um, and ultimately, what we are where we kind of hit the you know the the climax of this fight, Cody is uh you know he he powers up this like super mega spirit gun and aims it at Tagoro, and Tagoro's like, well, I'm I'm gonna catch it, I'm just gonna catch it, 
and uh, he catches it. And you, and this is all of this is everything Yusuke has, and Tagoro catches it, and you think he's still like good to go because he starts walking back towards Yusuke. But Cody, thankfully, it was too much for even Tagoro because the the armor, whatever, like because he's taken on this really just all shoulders, fucking gray. He looks like a tree. He looks like a fu- he looks like a fucking tree. He looks like the tree off of Fraggle Rock. But um, <laughs> but. You can tell he like starts talking and like it just starts to crack before like it kind of explodes and like scrawny ass Tagoro just fucking face plants onto the ground. Yeah, and immediately like starts to like like his whole body turns all like bleach white. Like man is yeah, because I think and he has a he has a on his way down he actually has a nice little talk with Yusuke, basically kind of like thanking him for the fight and everything and. You know, right? Like, the, the, yeah, he, he's one of those typical characters that's like, it was all about the battle. It was all about the fight. It was always all about becoming stronger for him by any means necessary. Yeah, and this was the first time he actually got to use one hundred percent of his power. And yep, you know, Yusuke bested him because when Tagoro falls, Yusuke, excuse me, got the beer burps. Or excuse me, the, mm-hmm. the Jack Daniels burps. How dare I? Oh, um, some JD uh, burps. Yeah, those hurt sometimes. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, like, as he shot the final shot at Tagoro, like, Yusuke had collapsed. By the time yeah. Tagoro collapses, the camera pans, and there's our boy Yusuke just standing standing tall. Like, all That's game. right. <laughs> where's That's my, right. Where's my belt? <laughs> give, give me the strap, kid. Game blouses. And, uh... Cody, that's a wrap. Uh, that is the end. That, I mean, that's the end of the the tournament itself. But it's not quite over yet because um, down in the you know Sakio had something going on this whole time, and I want to say he's down in like the depths of the arena, and Shizuru finds him, I believe, and he has been this whole time. All that money, remember in his first season, all that money he got from Tarukane. Oh yeah, old old ball sack man. Yeah, how could I? Yeah, forget? old ball sack. Well, he has been building like a gateway to allow demons to come through. Not just any demons, but like the most powerful demons. Now yeah. that that's important. We're gonna put a pin in that. But Cody, we also find out after this fight. You know, Yusuke thinks Kuwabara is dead, but guess what, Cody? It was all a rib. It was all a work. Kuwabara is just fine. That's right. Yusuke was and, crying and all that shit, and Kuwabara's like, um, I'm all good, really. Yeah, I'm good, man. We knew we knew the score. We, I he I, I he he was like Tagoro deliberately missed my vitals. Yeah, which I think is weird because I feel like Tagoro any other time up to this would have literally just just killed him. Yeah, I, to get you though. Yeah, I think regardless, like I think he wanted Yusuke to power up. So if he didn't hit the vitals, like what happens if Kuobara just gets up and is like, I'm fine actually. But yeah, yeah exactly. <clears throat> Uobara knew what. But you know what? I'll, I'll, I will. Sus- yeah, he knew, he understood the assignment. Yeah, um, and I'll spin my, suspend my disbelief enough. Yeah, yeah. To just so we can have that moment later on where Yusuke is pouring his heart out, you know, of his fallen friend, you know, because it's just one of those things where like you have that moment where you you know where Kuobara, it's it's almost like from the first season, right, where Kuobara. When he goes to Yusuke's wake in season one, when he's like, you know, what am I without you? Yusuke kind of has that reverse moment, like, well, what am I without you? You know, you're like my brother, you know? So I thought that was a really cool moment. Only for Kuwabar to, like, stand up and just start laughing at him. <laughs> you're right. 
Yeah. yeah. Now, Chris, something There's... I can't believe is the love for Sakio that Kuwabara's sister has. Um, oh my God! Because <laughs> like they they I think it's it's Koenma and Sakio are having a conversation in Sakio's lab where he's talking about like his wow. wish to have like this this demon like tunnel mm. basically from like the spirit world to the real world. Um, yep. Or from the demon world. To the he world. would have gotten away. He would have gotten away with it too if it weren't for you pesky kids. But um. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think. Well, no, go ahead. Uh, what's Kubara's sister's name again? Oh, Sh- Shizuru. Shizuru's there, and she's like, like just like begging for Sakio not to like go down with his like cr- his lab because he's gonna blow up his lab. And she's such, she's such a fucking barfly, dude. I love it. I'm like, I'm like, girl, you you've seen this guy one fucking time. <laughs> yeah, it's like you'll find you'll find another just like him, and one that's not trying to like murder the human race. I'm sure you'll be fine. Yeah, you're gonna be just fine. Um, oh yeah, uh, we did kind of gloss over. We get a little Sakio backstory before the final fight, where he's just he's just a real shitty human. You know, his whole family had normal jobs, and I'd have killed myself. Whatever, yeah, dude. Yeah, it was like it was like our parents cared about us and loved us a lot. I hated them both. I'm like, yeah, it's like who wrote this story? <laughs> like, what's it's like we get what, it. You suck. It's fine. <laughs> like, what are you an You're a soulless teenager billion. or something? <laughs> I'm you, Haka Show did it again, baby. He, they were they were on the soulless bi- billionaire train before the rest of us were. <laughs> they right. fucking knew. You, you Haka Show is like the Simpsons of anime, dude. They 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 touch all the bases. Exactly. They they they, they cover it before it happens. They know the but future. um. <laughs> They know the future exactly, but uh, but Sakio, you know, knowing that you know his plan has been foiled, what's he gonna do? Well, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just gonna go ahead and blow up the air. I've got my little my just like just like our boy uh uh what's what's his name from round one with his little button. Um, we've uh, Sakio has his own little um button. He has rigged this entire island or the entire uh, arena to explode. Yep. So now with the We've got our final level, Cody. We beat the big boss. Now we've got to escape the lair. We, but we got to wait for Shadow. Make sure you wait for Shadow. <laughs> hey, hey, no, no need for cheap shots, Chris. All right, I didn't wait last time. I forgot. <laughs> look, look, Oldberry is a tree, but Shadow is a man. That is right. Unless you forget him on the floating continent. But, oh man. But yeah, they got to get Keiko, Keiko, Keiko to snap out of her like. She's all like out of it. She's kind of been out of oh, it geez. like since the fight started. Oh yeah, she's in shock watching, you know, mm-hmm. watching, you know, finding cuz she this she also at the same time Kuwabara found out about Genkai, Keiko found out about Genkai. So there's that. Then she watches like Karama get his ass beat. Then she watches like Kuwabara supposedly get killed. Then she watches Yusuke possibly die she's just in shock like she's done and how does she snap out of it cody yusuke slaps the shit out of her <laughs> yep. oh he just well he's slapping the shit out of her until she fucking hauls back with the hand of god <laughs> and just turns him inside out with her own slap yeah and of course of course our heroes make it out of their unscathed um thanks to, thanks to some help because uh they uh the um as they're tr- the the way out collapses, but Cody, from just you know, by God, by God, that's Chu's music from the other side. Chu, Rinko, Jin, and Toya, fucking uh, fucking, they uh, they remove the obstruction and get everybody out. Yeah, and I guess we could touch on a little bit that those those four were in the crowd. They were you know providing, they were providing a little commentary for us as well. Um, 
And, right. and and our boy Pooh was providing the force field for the ladies, you know. He's a ladies yeah, man. Yeah, keeping them, keeping them. That's right. That sketchy little I mean, look, flying penguin thing. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, man. He's a he's a smooth operator. So so the gang is saved by uh you know by the friends that we've met along the way. So Cody, they get out of the uh, they get out of the arena before it explodes. Sakio goes down with the ship. He's dead and gone. Um, you know, Tagora's body dead and gone. It is a, it is long since turned to a white ashen dust. And uh, now we're back in the, the hotel. The, the, our boys are packing up. Cody, they've been there for a week. For us, it feels like they've been there for a very long because this was a long season of anime. Like there was a, like this was what forty some episodes. Yeah, I believe forty one. Um, yeah. So this was this was a trip. But of course, Cody, while they're packing their bags. Yusuke is still pretty down in the dumps. Like he's just, just trying to like, you know, be trying to be like the cool kind of sit, you know, cynical, you know, like Yusuke of old that we've known, but you can definitely tell he's just, he's sad. Like he wants to, he, he, he misses Genkai. He, um, you know, he, he's leave he's leaving without everything that he came with. Yeah. Yeah, he, he's he's definitely bumming, um, and you know, like the ship's mm. pulling up, like it's almost time to head home. Uh, and then we kind of, Chris, mm. we get to shift gears. We see, you know, we see uh, Koenma and and George head back to uh, mm-hmm. to Spirit World. They they got a mound of paperwork, and oh uh, <laughs> boy, they are buried. And wouldn't you know it, Chris, younger Tagoro walks in the door, and he requests to be sent to Limbo. Yeah, yeah he, she has a nice little, you know, he's a, you know, Quinma sitting at his desk and, you know, yeah, he he, he wants 10,000 years, Cody. Yeah. 10,000 years. And Quinma was kind of like, kind of going to let him off the hook a little bit. Like, he was still going to probably, you know, go to hell or go to wherever other, like, demon place they got in this world. Mm-hmm. But uh, he, he requests to be sent to Limbo, um, knowing, like, mm-hmm. the the... Like, it's basically just torture there. Um, and yeah. Then we, we get to kind of see him, you know, making his way to there. Um, and we see a young, we see the young Genkai. Um, they kind of have, yeah. like, a, kind of a heart-to-heart like conversation. Like, final goodbye. Yeah, calls him a dimwit, yeah. and he turns out, like, he was the first dimwit, it seems. Um, yeah. We find out about this demon, Chiron, who had actually killed all of his students. And that was, yeah, he was like the first the first champion of the dark tournament, uh, yeah. and that's what sent Tagoro on the path. Yep, and then of course he killed him in the finals of the tournament, which we saw where he was with Genkai and you know the others. Yep. But yeah, kind of have <laughs> like where... like he he, mm-hmm. he kind of like apo- I would say like blames himself, kind of like apologizes to Genkai, like finally like kind of admits to, owns up to his wrongs, I guess. Um, yeah. But, but that's all right, Cody. Um, so this that so we're witnessing the end of Tagoro's story. You know, he is he is now voluntarily spending, like we said, that ten thousand years in limbo, ten thousand years of torture, uh, basically to atone for everything that he's done. And uh, back to our our gang here, Cody. They're getting ready to board the ship, but uh, but Cody, there's uh there's somebody catching up to him in the distance. Yeah, an old hag, you know. <laughs> Some old hag who's who's wondering why she's getting left behind. And right. Yusuke doesn't believe it. How could you, Chris? He doesn't. We didn't have yeah, no Dragon right. Balls on this show. How, how did yeah. you get it 
turns out the wish that uh, Team Yurameshi made was for Ginkai to be resurrected. I would I would say yep. Koenma was behind that. Uh, yeah, he might have made the executive decision there. Um, yeah, he is the team owner, by the way. He gets he he is the Jerry Jones of the team you know, with his Koenmatron five thousand jetpack. He uh <laughs> he does get to he does get to make that decision, and I, ultimately I think it's the decision that everybody can live with because even like even when you get down to brass tacks, even even Hie had tremendous respect for Genkai, and you know like you I I think when you go like when you look at this season like. He is becoming more like open to working as a team and being with these guys. I, I think Karama has tremendous respect for all of them. Yusuke, I mean, Yusuke is just bad motherfucker, and Kuabara surprises everybody at every turn with just how capable he actually is. Um, but yeah, no, it was just really, really good. And Cody, well, they all hop on the boat and um, back home. Back home we go, Chris. And uh, you know I'm excited. I'm excited. It was a yeah. it was a long arc, but it was a good arc, uh, or a good season, yeah. you know, whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see what's going on back home. You know, are, are Cody, the teachers, are the teachers still trying to fucking hold their bullshit? You know. Well, I can tell you this, Cody. We dive right into the next arc, and it is while I think the dark tournament is the best arc in the show. This next season is my absolute favorite. It's probably, and I've said it before, one of my favorite seasons of anime in general. Um, it's my favorite villain, probably my favorite villain in anime. Um, and it's just a tremendous group of villains. Um, we're, we're, and we get just a really nice backstory. Um, like, you, you know, we had our action, we had our, you know, our, our brain dead, let's just all gas, no breaks. Now we're going to get a really great story that has some really good action, but some really good, you know, just some really, really good pacing. Now, I say all that, Cody, with as it gets towards the home stretch and where this season is winding down, it's it leads us into the final season. But then we see we start to see some of the we start to see some of the chinks in the armor. We start to see, you know, we start to see the 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 need to get away from the creator like you can start to see it kind of rear its ugly head um but if you look at it just in the scope of the third season it's all pretty perfect like what happens near the end does not derail the third season yeah yeah i, I think we but still got a lot of moments i think we still got a lot yes. of good show to go Yes, we we most certainly do. Um, and you're you're gonna meet some really like this this group of villains is again some of my favorite. You know, not to not to. There's no spoilers, but you know you're gonna meet the sniper, the doctor, seaman, the game master, gourmet. You're gonna meet some really really great villains here, brother. This sounds like the fucking and one basketball team names. <laughs> oh, that's right. You're gonna meet my man Hot Sauce, Hot sauce the, the professor. professor. That's right. That's right. That's right. This, this villain Stick is a name for this villain. Group. <laughs> 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 oh, that's perfect. That's perfect. But uh, yeah, it's going. It's, it's absolutely, uh, absolutely a great season. I'm really excited to dive in. So um, now, Chris, what, what but uh. With that being said, mm -hmm. where are we? How much are we watching for next week's 
Yes, 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 yes. So let me uh, let me pull that up real quick. A bear with me. It looks so like I season, can us... season three is 28 episodes. I don't want to scroll oh, down just because I, mm. I want to dodge any, any. You know, this show doesn't pull any punches with some of its titles. So that is true. Like when Ginkai dies, the episode's literally called The Death of Ginkai. It's like, gee, really on the nose. All right. So let's see. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. Let's do how many? How many did you say there were total? I'm sorry. There's 28, so we could do like. Because it's yeah, 10, 67. So I because I think where we should start. We should do 67 through 76. That's Return to the Living World through Kuwabara Awakening. Okay. So we'll go to episode Because I think that's a really... Yeah, because that's a good stopping point. Are we watching 76 or are we stopping seven, before? Eight, nine, ten. We, we are watching 76, so we're doing the first 10 episodes. All right. Sounds good. That yeah, because that's, that's a good stopping point. Yeah, we're introduced to some really cool characters. Um, We're... Um, the first few episodes were actually introduced to some uh, some new good guys, which I think are really really cool. These three uh, these three characters are really cool. Um, oh yeah, we yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. New members of the team. I, I can't wait. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, they're they're uh, they're really really solid. They're really good eggs. And um, oh man, we're gonna get to see, oh, dude, so many good fights here. Yeah, I'm really I'm really really excited for you to watch this next season. So uh, yeah, man. With that being said, Cody, any parting thoughts on the Dark Tournament? This was your first time really watching the whole thing. What did you think? I thought it was great, man. Uh, obviously, you know, the the ending fights were probably some of my favorite. You know, there was a couple good ones in between. Um, mm -hmm. Really, really, my only gripes were I wish the bad guys kind of had to fight like something that was a little like, bit more something that was like a, mm -hmm. at least a little bit strong, which I think might be the reason I still consider. Um, mm -hmm. I still consider the tuning exams from Naruto to be my favorite. Um, sure. Even though it doesn't have like a, it kind of like th those exams kind of get fucked up in the middle of it. There's, you know, some some more mm -hmm. bad guys show up. Let's just say, um, or this mm -hmm. one had like a definitive winner. Um, yeah. I, I just wish they would have had to like it, it, even see like we have to test a little of his strength or you know one of like. Like the guy mm -hmm. that Karama fought Karasu, like maybe him have to, you know, try a little hard in one fight. But it was just like, yeah. Every time we saw them, it was just like throwaway demon. Like they were fighting members of the crowd, basically. Um, yeah, it was. It was like Brock Lesnar fighting an infant. Yeah, it was just. Uh, I, I I wish I could have seen a little bit more of that. Um, mm -hmm. But with that being said, I mean the comedy moments were good. The emotional moments were good. Mm -hmm. Ubara is the hero yeah. of the show. Goddamn right. And and uh, I mean, like I said, every time I watch this show, man, I'm reminded. I mean, Kuwabara is my favorite character, but I think Karama is probably the best character. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, Karama is definitely up there. <laughs> yeah. one of the one of the red, greatest characters in anime. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Team Red. I am Team Redhead all day long. That is right. Um, that's right. Man, yeah, man, I'm just excited. I, I'm excited to hear what kind of bender. Yusuke's mom's been on since they've been gone for 40 episodes. Oh, brother. Oh, brother. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I can't wait. I just can't wait to dive into this next season. It's so good, Cody. It is so good. Yeah, definitely excited for it. And uh, 
Now, without further ado, Chris, that that's going to do it for this week on Shonen and Suds. Um, yeah. Like we said, episodes 67 through 76, the first 10 episodes of season three, if you guys want to keep up with us. If you guys want to follow us on our on our X page, it's at Shonen and Suds. Oh. And Facebook, of course, at Shonen and Suds. Um, we won't have a poll for we're We're poll-less for a few more weeks, but uh, we got good anime on the horizon. So. Yeah, we do. It is all yeah, good. we do. Yeah, that's going to do it for me, guys. I am Cody Snodgrass. And I am Chris Adams. And we'll see you back in the living world.